This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. And this is our 186th episode of Talk Direction. I feel like it's been 186 for like six episodes, but... Really? That's just... (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, we've been in the 80s for a while. We have. Um, but yeah. Anywho, um, what's going on with you today, Lucia? I have had a busy work day. Um, I just got home from a consult with a new client that was very long, and I've had, like, a bunch of calls and stuff, which is great because it means, like, business is picking up, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's been kind of hectic uh, and nonstop, so I, like, just sat down. I've, like, basically been, like, like, on the move all day, and I, like, just sat down, like, three minutes ago (laughs) and now you have to record (laughs) but i'm not hosting this episode so i think it'll be fine that's true i love that feeling when you just show up and you're like i really don't have to do anything and i don't even have to like try to make the episode sound good like it's not up to me (laughs) yeah (laughs) someone else's deal Uh uh so good um yeah so it's kind of late here later than usual so I'm a little bit sleepy just because I have to I get up so early I mean it's nine o'clock and I know I've recorded at like one in the morning before but I'm waking up at 6 a.m these days so nine o'clock is late for me (laughs) um but I've got coffee and we're gonna do a semi-shortish episode today just so that we can get recording the episode and the TDDL um, and I can go to bed at a reasonable hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited for today's episode because we're going to be talking about Louis's 1883 magazine interview, um, which I haven't even read. I've just put the oh, quotes wow. up on this. How thing, did you choose the quotes? I just put them all up. Oh, okay. So we're just going to have to read through them and decide what we want to talk about. Cool. Um, and, and then also talking about more Harry music video stuff, uh, little Prince Eric news, et cetera, et cetera. But before we get into that, I just want to remind everyone that we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash talk direction. And that's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And that's where we have lovely listeners supporting our show financially plus you get a whole bunch of bonus content including talk direction down low or tddl um and we do on tddl it's just like an extra half hour episode um so every time we record we do an extra like 20 to 30 minutes usually closer to 30 40 50 minutes um (laughs) recording (laughs) where we talk about um other topics it's more casual Uh, Things that we wouldn't talk about on main episodes. For example, last week's episode was all about innuendos, sexual innuendos in One Direction's music. And we're continuing that conversation today um, on today's episode of TDDL as well. So if you're curious about any of that, go check it out at patreon.com slash talk direction. We love all of our supporters over there. So this is not actually in the doc, but it was happening 
in the hours before we're recording, which Uh-oh. was they. <laughs> that means I don't the, know uh, what this is. Oh. <laughs> I've been just working this all one. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a roller coaster in the Harry Styles fandom today. What? Uh it was so I like got out of work and I checked my styles Instagram update accounts stories and I just went through it chronologically and I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god like as I was reading because it was like in real time about what was happening so the first thing I saw was like Harry Styles confirms to play Prince Eric and like tons of like capital like the capital um breakfast show was tweeting about it like vanity magazine like all this other stuff so it like seemed really legit it was like harry styles has confirmed to play prince eric did you see any of that no i have not been on the internet since yesterday okay so this is all (laughs) new information so it was like whoa oh my god and everyone's like okay wow so he's like confirmed to play prince eric yada 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 uh and then Mm -hmm. lo and behold a couple hours later we get okay wait it's maybe not confirmed. They're going to announce it at, like, this Disney thing that's coming up at August 23rd or something. Okay. Like, they're, like, saving it, saving the announcement. It didn't actually happen. They'll announce who plays Prince Eric on the 23rd of August. And we're like, okay, well, it's still probably Harry, but they're just being, like, mysterious now. And then a couple of hours after that, they're like, oh, Harry Styles respectively <laughs> declined the role of Prince Eric. Oh, my God. Confirmed or something. And, like, all the other tweets had been retracted from all these news sites who had said Harry had been confirmed. And what? now it's like he's confirmed to not be Prince Eric. So it was just a whirlwind. Like, if Damn. you were following that live, it was a lot to handle. I can't I believe I missed all of that. Are. Yeah. So you, was- so you thought for, like, a solid couple hours that he was confirmed to play Prince Eric. Well, see... This all happened throughout the day, but by the time I was reading it, a lot of this had happened already. Oh, okay. But I did, I was there for the real time where it got disconfirmed. Oh, okay. Um, but I was like, oh my God, so he is playing. But I, I think we kind of already thought he was, so I wasn't like shocked, but I was right. like, okay, I'm glad to have the confirmation. But now yeah. it's like, okay, so he's not playing it, which is a little disappointing. Yeah. Um, but it, But is that confirmation real? I don't know. Like, maybe they're just saying that so that they can have this big announcement at the Disney thing. Like, who knows? Because mm. also, Harry Lambert, who's Harry, Sty- Harry Styles' stylist, posted a picture of a mermaid right as the announcement was happening. What? So that is a little fishy. That is fishy. you know what I mean. So, I really don't know. I don't know. But I'm... I want answers is what I want. Yeah. I guess we'll find out like on the 23rd when they announce who Prince Eric is. Oh, so they're going to announce who's the actor on the 23rd? I think so. Wow. So, um, yeah, that is, that is the dealio of today's news. Write us in and let us know what all your thoughts were on that roller coaster of today <laughs> because it felt like all these emotions all at once. Yeah. Um, continuing with Harry, just as we predicted after recording our last episode, I said, as soon as we finish this episode, I am sure that we're going to get some new uh, Harry Styles news. And lo and behold, we did. It felt like... <laughs> We got a whole bunch of new pictures right after we had been discussing all the sort of behind the scenes paparazzi pictures of Harry recording a supposed music video in Mm -hmm. Scotland. Um, 
was it did you mention the guy who's doing who's directing it um on last episode which what, what what's his name dave myers um i don't know if that's the same person who was in cancun oh okay so who knows what if these the scotland one and this cancun one are related like it might not be the same video at all right. it could be two different videos people are saying it could be like the teaser trailer plus a video um but the guy spotted in Scotland with Harry, first of all, his creative director from his last album was there, but I think she was in Cancun as well. Yeah. Um, and then Dave Myers, the uh, music video director, was in Scotland, and he's directed videos for Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, Ariana Grande, Kendrick Lamar, and more. So um, he directed the Me music video with Taylor, uh, and then... No Tears Left to Cry with Ariana. So he does oh. a lot of sort of, um, uh, what's it called? CGI type stuff or like really cool creative optical illusions, at least in these two music videos. I don't yeah. know like all of his work, but it seems very different than, I don't know. I guess Sign of the Times had Harry flying around. So Yeah. Um, I just looked it up in the director that was um, seen in Cancun was Vincent Haycock. And he's worked with oh. Lana Del Rey, Florence and the Machine, um, among others. But this For was music videos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but this was like so this is like a whole nother director. Yeah, but we didn't like see pictures of him. It was just like a source said he was there. Oh, okay. So like, I don't know that that is a hundred percent confirmed. Yeah. Or, or not. Yeah. Um, but this is cool that Dave Myers is there. I've yeah. liked those two music videos. I um, love that Ariana Grande music video so much. Yeah. So cool. Um, so it's pretty confirmed that it's a music video for that one, at least in Scotland, because he's mm-hmm. a music video director. Um, we got some more fashion photos of Harry. He's in these, like, uh, what's it called? Checkered or... Mm-hmm. plaidy type pink pants light pale pink pants and sort of a checked sweater vest or sweater with cap sleeves with a shirt underneath um it looks very retro he's walking along the cliffs edges by the ocean in scotland lots of rocks and greenery green i mean mildewy type stuff on the rocks mm-hmm. um and the most interesting part of all these photos we got are the other cast members in the pictures with harry um notably there's this girl with her hair she's like wearing a almost like clueless type like dress like long sleeves with a little cute checked uh short dress on mm-hmm. and her hair is in like these three big loops um it looks very kooky. Yeah. And then in other photos, there's other people with like wackadoodle hair going all directions and styles. So I don't know what that's about. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. Um, there's also this man with like this long gray trench coat and a beard and like um, uh, like fedora type hat. Like he looks like he's... I heard he was like one of the directors or something. Like he really? was some... But he's got to be in it too if he's wearing. He that, looks right? like Unless he's that's dressed to be. Dress. He looks like he's dressed to be in something. This confused yeah. me because we haven't really seen Harry. Well, I guess we've seen him incorporate other people in his music videos, but like, I feel like with One Direction and with Harry, like they tend to be just focused on him. Yeah. Um. So like seeing other cast is like confusing. 
Like, yeah, it's kind of a new thing. Um, and it, it almost is. made me think for a second, like, well, maybe this is some kind of fashion thing and not mm. a music video. But I think it has to be a music video because um, of yeah. who the director is and stuff. Um, yeah. And all like the themes I, I, you're talking about. Yeah, I think it's a music video, too. But it is weird that there's tons of other people in it. Yeah. Like, there's this one photo I have uh, where there's, like, this wall that they're all standing on, and it's everyone in a row, and it looks very, like, cult-like. They're all standing on this edge, this wall in a line. Uh, where is interesting. that photo? Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know what it is about or maybe they're just trying to do spacing or something that way but right. and also some of the people with the hair look like half dressed like it's just like their heads are going to be in shot or something because mm. like the bottom of their clothing looks normal the only the girl looks like she's with the three loops looks very dressed up and the right. man with the hat but some of the other people with the crazy hair look to be dressed in normal clothing but it might yeah. just be because their hair is done and they're going to change into costume later or something yeah um more photos of harry on the boat and then i love the photos of harry like in his gucci wear dragging this like fishing net across because he's like just trying to help like the crew move stuff around i'm like harry you're wearing how how many thousands of dollars on your body you don't think that's part of the film um i don't know because there's all like there's some guy who clearly is not dressed for it it to be dragging but that. maybe, but maybe he he's he looks helping like, harry he looks like a fisherman maybe he's true maybe this is all part oh of maybe it. it is i don't know we were i was joking. like oh harry's just helping the cast well I mean, it looks like there's a guy, like a pa in one of these photos the guy with the green he's got like an earpiece in and like a little name tag on mm, green yeah. shorts and shirt guy yeah so i don't really know but they but. could be showing him what to do or like setting up the shot like yeah yeah that's true we were joking that um that this could just this outfit is just the outfit that harry wore to just go um sailing and go for a fishing trip <laughs> like it's not he for would. a music video or anything it's just that's what he wears yeah. to go fishing yeah and he finds people to be friends with <laughs> with this hair these hairdos yeah for sure uh yeah well this i don't know what can you glean from these shots about the song or the music video well it's really really hard to not think that this is going to be related to sign of the times yeah it's just like same location i mean not the exact same location but scotland on the water there's a sailboat like it's just really hard to not make those connections yeah um maybe it'll be like he's coming down from the sky like mary poppins hmm what? I said, oh, I, think I we feel like maybe he'll come. Oh, we're really far behind. <laughs> we're really hard to lay his mess up. Um, uh, I was going to say, maybe he'll like, you know, in Sign of the Times at the end, he like floats into the sky. Maybe this one will start with him floating back to Earth and like bringing all these weird people with him. Yeah. And they float down. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm very um, intrigued. It, it, def- it, it makes me think it's going to be, like, funky and weird and rocky and, like, to have all these quirky things going on, it's got to be some psychedelic something or other. For sure. Yeah. Um, anything else about those photos? 
I don't think so. I, I really, really love his top. Well, I love this whole outfit. Um, mm-hmm. But especially the, the top he has, like the shirt underneath and the sweater over top. There's like something about it that's like very, very appealing to me, like fashion wise. Yeah. I just yeah. love it. It's really nice. Um, and I'm sure like we're recording this on Tuesday and it's not this episode's not coming out until next Monday. So who knows? We could even oh have a single by the time this this episode is like, who knows? That'd be crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But for sure, there's going to be more photos. Like, you can almost guarantee that we're getting hairy news, like, every day now. Yeah. Um, Which is exciting. Mm -hmm. I've also included some other photos of Harry just casually going around and meeting fans in, like, grandpa wear. (laughs) Um, It's, like, a big oversized, not oversized, but grandpa-y looking uh, sweater and some, like, tweed pants, all green. And then my favorite ones looks like he's going to an airport or something. And he's got these brown billowy Gucci pants on, um, a black zip up coat and his little newsboy hat. But like Harry's not like he's like 5'11 or something. And his security guard must be like seven feet because Harry looks so short next to him. Yeah. Um, I saw people saying it looks like this is like dad taking his son to school for the first time. It really does. Like, it's just so funny. Um, but I am a big fan of this quirky look from Harold. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for our updates on Harry today. Um, but I'm going to be excited to just keep getting keep getting fed from the Harry news. Yes. Moving into Louis, um, he won a Teen Choice Award this past week. Um, for choice song for his song two of us um it's a fan voted award um but i think at like sort of the teen shows they also they do like fan voted but also who can show up as well like which artists mm. will show up um but i'm sure louis got a ton of votes yeah um, and well deserved for his song two of us um who knew he was going to this not me i didn't know i saw a video of him accepting the award and i just assumed it was old yeah but no he actually went which was exciting um his speech said wow thank you so much this is actually the third one of these that i've won uh in three years and every single one of those have been fan been a fan voted award my fans are absolutely incredible and they're the reasons i'm here today and this is for you thank you thank you Mm. and then on twitter he also thanked fans and he was like he he said something like it's not too long yet or like something to that right uh, a chord where it's like soon new music soon yeah um so i'm hoping he really means it's coming soon zane also won a teen choice award oh yeah for, for a soundtrack um, aladdin mm-hmm. yeah he didn't show up though did he no <laughs> <laughs> um so i thought that was nice that louis went to that and that he won yeah um, and our final thing we're talking about today is the Louis 1883 magazine. Uh, we started talking about this last week and went over some of the beautiful co- uh, photos that came out of this magazine cover. Um, but we didn't really go into the interview at all. So we're going to do that today. Now, as I said at the top of the show, I did not read any of the interview yet. So we will just be going through these quotes and discussing which ones we have things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I have no idea if they're in order. I just copied them from uh, Twitter. Wait, you didn't in copy the one I made? 
No. Wow. Oh, where where did those go? You put them all in? I put the whole interview into a doc. Oh. It took me a long time. I I thought you <laughs> I see I thought you had, but then I couldn't find it. It's on the Talk Direction account. It's called oh, okay. Louis' interview with 1883 magazine. Hold on. Well, you already have okay. yours. It's, fi- it's fine. I know, but yours is probably much better. No, I just have the f- I just put the whole transcript in. Oh, I see. Wait, of the conversation or everything else? Just the whole oh, like oh, article I see. is basically copied and pasted. Oh, well, this has all the questions. Yeah. Okay. Are you are you on that um thing? I am. Okay, nice. So, why don't you start with the first one? Okay, you want me to read the question and the answer? Yes, please. All right. Um, so the interviewer says, I've had to listen. Oh, I've had a listen. Wait, it's weird that it says interviewer. Do we not know who this was? I don't know. That's interesting. I haven't gotten my physical copy yet, but I guess I'll find out when I get a physical copy. Yeah. Um, interviewer. I've had to listen to your brand new single, Two of Us. What a heartfelt song about your mom. It must have been so emotional to write it. Louis, I'll be honest, I kind of needed to get this song off my chest, really, and I knew going into these sessions and writing about different things, I knew I wouldn't feel complete. So I got it off my chest. But I wasn't ready to write that song because, in my head, I wanted to be four or five years into my songwriting, because it is such an important song to me. Then a few writers got in touch, and I went to a session with them and told them my idea. And straight away, it felt perfect. I haven't felt the confidence to write this song by myself from scratch, but they gave me the confidence I needed. And then the next hours we delved into it, changed things, and now the end result is something I'm really proud of. That's nice. I feel like that's similar to what we've heard mm-hmm. him talk about. Yeah. Um. But... Yeah, I don't know what else I have to add, actually. I thought I was going somewhere there. (laughs) I don't think so. I found this interview to be, like, we got, like, some kind of newish stuff, but there's a lot of kind of uh, repetition of, like, a lot of the stuff he's already said, Um, Mm -hmm. which is kind of what happens when you do, like, multiple press things around the same sort of release. Um, So a lot of this is kind of stuff we've already, already heard a couple times. So I'm going to just sort of skim through these questions as we go. Okay. Um, so we don't have to hit all the ones that repeat. Okay. But I like this uh, one that starts. Um, why don't you see yourself as a professional? Um, I guess that's sort of a, a professional like songwriter, singer mm-hmm. or songwriter-ish. And Louis said, because as a songwriter, I am quite unique. Some of these pop sessions have had have more structure and I am less precise in my writing. I like to not have too many limitations of what a song should be. Do you know what I mean? Especially a song like Two of Us, which is biographical. Mm. Um, I thought this was interesting. And let me just repeat that I'm reading all of this for the first time. So when I say I thought, I really mean I think because this is all (laughs) happening at once. (laughs) But I feel like this is really interesting because I know there is a really clear structure of what pop songs songs usually do um and how they are successful on radio i mean yeah. just generally we all kind of know it goes like verse chorus verse chorus then bridge then chorus chorus sort of mm-hmm. that's kind of the format that you see in songs mm-hmm. um and that's what people stick to but it's really interesting to see songs that don't follow that and it's kind of 
a little shocking when they don't because you're like, okay, what is this? Yeah. What, what's going on? Um, I'm not sure if Louis' songs... It would be interesting to look at his and see what sort of formats he has and, like, actually analyze, like, the structure right. of his songs. Um, I don't think they're too off what is yeah. normal. Um, but, uh, like, something that would be completely different would be, like... Uh, Zane's like interludes in mm-hmm. his songs. They don't follow that sort of pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of more like po- a poem, but to music. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have the same or more free verse or whatever. Or there's like different, uh. there's like, he has some songs where there's like three different like sections, but they're not yeah. like really split up as like verses, choruses. They're just like mm-hmm. three distinct like sections of music that all go together. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't, I can't like bring to mind many songs that don't follow these rules because they're quite popular Mm -hmm. nowadays. I'm sure there's a ton more older songs as well or less sort of radio ready songs. Yeah. Um, I wonder if he's saying too, like, because he has this preference to, um, write in an unstructured way that he feels like he can't write alone yet because it would just like Mm. go nowhere. Like, he needs to write yeah. in groups because left to his own devices, he would just, like, there would not be a structure. And he, like, maybe is yeah. saying that, like, you know, right now he needs that, the, like, yeah. likes having the team. Because he said in the earlier question, before this one, they asked, um, generally, do you prefer writing alone or with other songwriters? And he said, um, both really, obviously, sometimes on my own, but I think where I'm at in terms of my songwriting stage, I don't consider myself as a professional yet. When I'm in these circles, it helps to be around that experience. Mm. So I feel like he's kind of saying, like, um, I'm not a proper professional yet because I like to kind of do my own thing and I need other right. people to help me make it uh, make sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wish, though, we could see what his writing alone would be because... Yeah. I feel like he's someone who would step away from sort of the the mold mm-hmm. of like pop music structure and be like, I'm going to make it not fit in nicely. I'm going to make it have more verses or just one chorus or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to see it be mixed up. I hope we'll get some of that like when we have his actual album. Mm-hmm. Oh, one that does that sort of, I know Casey Musgrave's song Mother, it's quite mm-hmm. short and it's just... That one doesn't really follow the same thing. Or Rihanna's one. What is it called? Uh, it's so good and I love it. And it's so short and it frustrates me. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Um, I don't know. It's one of her ones from um, Anti. But, oh, I think maybe, is it Desperado? Or is that one long? I don't know. But sometimes shorter songs don't follow it, and they'll be, like, a minute long, and it's a song. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not necessarily, like, an interlude or an intro. It's just kind of a short little thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would love to see that type of thing on a Louis album, but I'm not sure that we'll get it, given that he is working with groups and professionals and whatnot. Yeah. Um... You read this next one, right? We talked about that last week. No, I just highlighted it because I thought it was interesting. Oh, then do you want to read it? Yeah. Um, Interviewer, do you ever have to deal with any overly obsessive fans, as in groupies? Louis. I mean, there are fans everywhere I go. 
but you kind of start recognizing faces. In London, for example, there are about 20 individuals who are always somehow there when I'm doing something, and they don't know how much confidence that gives me. Like when I do a TV show, and I'm scared of that, and the minute I see a familiar face of my fans, I feel like what I do is important. My side stuff felt like a leap of faith to me, and it's all driven by the belief of the fans who keep me going. Oh, that's sweet. I thought I found this so intriguing because yeah. he talks about his fans all the time, but he's never been this specific. And mm-hmm. sometimes you wonder if it's like a little bit of lip service. Like, obviously, he loves his fans, but like Louis has some really, really intense, like hardcore fans. And sometimes you wonder, like, you know, does part is part of him annoyed with his fans, but he can't say that. Um, yeah. But he's very clearly saying that, like. He likes it. Like, he likes having those, yeah. especially him mentioning, like, 20 individuals, like, the people who follow him everywhere. Like, I just think it's so cute that he actually, like, enjoys that and, like... Yeah, because it sounds like he knows the faces. Yeah. It's not just, like, familiar fan faces. It's, like, he knows the actual fans that are following yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it, 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 like, warmed my heart and it, it just, like, made me feel like he must be just really genuine when he's talking about his fans um and it made me think of there's this video that there's like gifs of where he gets out of a car and he's like going into a hotel or something and there's like a group of fans videoing him um they're like louie how are you or whatever and he just walks by and he just like looks at them and says go to sleep Mm -hmm. and then walks inside the hotel (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just like who else has that kind of relationship with their fans like yeah it's just he does have it's pretty special relationship yeah Agreed. Um, okay, so I'm going to jump down next to to the next highlighted portion of this. Okay. Um, do you think there'll be an end to One Direction's hiatus? Like a reunion tour or something else? And Louis said, There's got to be, 100%. As far as I'm concerned, we are all good at doing our individual stuff right now, and it's great for yourself as an individual, but the day we get back together will be a magical day for all of us. I think everyone is in the same boat when it comes to this. It's inevitable, and the question is just, when are we going to do it? Now that we are on... Now that we are on this break, I can look back and say it was a ma- it was massive. But looking from the other side, you can see the influence and important. Am I missing a word? There? I think it's supposed or to be it? importance. Oh, importance. That's really cool. Just seeing our positive influence, we are, we're such a powerhouse. It's a no-brainer. I'm the first to sign the sheets to get back together. Um, I I think that's... I like what he said about, like, you can... Like, looking back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess he's saying looking back, One Direction was massive. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, you can see the influence. Okay, I thought he was saying, like, looking back or, like, at the time when they were going on break, they thought it would be, like, two years. Mm-hmm. But then, like, now it's been, what, like, five years? Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't feel that long. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what I thought. That's yeah. not what he was saying, though, well, so we don't need to go down that I, I think Louis <laughs> often talks in this way where it's very conversational and when you try to write his conversation out in text it gets confusing yeah Um, because i think he he says i can look back and say it was massive but looking from the other side you can see the influence and importance i think he's kind of saying like we always knew it was a huge deal but now we Mm -hmm. can see it was an important huge deal (laughs) yeah yeah i think that's what he's saying who knows (laughs) i agree I think so, too. Uh, today I was watching a clip on 
from the Teen Choice Awards, some tweet about it. It was like someone had retweeted a performance uh-huh. or whatever, quoted a performance video. It was like, I'm so glad to have grown up in the era of One Direction and not whatever this is. Oh, no. And it was some some boy band singing like an old Katy Perry song, but they like did a slowed down version of it. Oh, wow. And it was really weird. Oh, no. It did not sound good. Yeah. I'm sure they sound good normally, but it was just not a good performance. You know, it seemed like one of their first live performances or something. Uh-huh. Uh. Yeah, and I was like, wow, grow up with, like, as if it's, like, in the past. Like, oh, I'm so glad I grew up in the era of One Direction. I'm like, yeah, so true. We're still living in the era of One Direction. I know. (laughs) I really liked this, um, the way that he that he talked well first of all him saying it will be a magical day for all of us i loved yeah um and the way he talks about it makes me feel more reassured it sounds like um because he, he kind of makes it sound like everyone's on board and by everyone i mean yeah. um harry uh, <laughs> because obviously we've heard um louis and niall and and liam talk about like uh like you know they've all said oh it's a no-brainer like um you know, and I think I think all of them at different points have said, I'll be the first one to sign the papers or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of always known, like, yeah, like, they want to get back together, but, like, does Harry. But the way that Louis talks about this seems like they are all on board. Because um, he doesn't say, like, he's not just talking about himself. Um, yeah. He says, like, we. Um, you know, and I think, I think that, I don't know. It makes me feel more hopeful that it will actually happen. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Or or Harry just won't join the group. Mm. Or like if they go on, if they do stuff together, Harry can do his acting and 1D at the same time. Yeah. Because he probably doesn't have to do as much when you're doing a group thing. Right. I mean, he says. This is a solo record. Yeah. And he says, I think everyone is on the same boat when it comes to this. It's inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the Jonas Brothers getting back together. I'm going to see the Jonas Brothers October 13th. Oh, I saw that you bought tickets. I'm jealous. <laughs> They're coming here, like, really soon. They're, like, near me soon. But really? I don't know if I'm going to go. Yeah. yeah, my my housemate and friend, like, loves Nick Jonas and mm-hmm. really wanted to go. Um, so I was like, I'll go with you. If you put the tickets on your credit card and I can pay you back when I have money. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's nice yeah i don't really that's know nice. i've never been a jonas brothers like follower but i'm sure yeah. it's gonna be like a freaking blast of a show yeah oh for sure because like there's all the hits like i don't know i was never a jonas brothers fan fan either but like i knew like maybe three big of big songs of theirs and like obviously now they have what sucker and like cool i know right. those ones that are like really popular yeah or um, what's his name? Cake by the Ocean. We know that one. And mm-hmm. Nick Jonas has some popular ones. I was looking at the set list the other day. So right, yeah. There's even if you're not like a fan, I think you'll know some of the songs. Right, um, and it'll be like tons of pop anyway, so it'll be fun. Yeah, definitely. Um. All right. Next question. Um. The interviewer asked. Do you still keep in touch with the others? And he said, yeah, we've been through so much. Obviously, some speak more than others, but that's normal. Without so- without it sounding condescending, I was always the oldest and still feel like a duty of care. I constantly check in with all of them. We always had each other 
when there was stress in the band and we don't have that anymore because we are doing our solo careers <laughs> Louis, <laughs> this is so sweet i know i love that me too taking care of everyone checking in yeah. making sure everyone's doing okay well and this combined with the last question like makes me think like think that like they must be like harry must be in touch with them Mm-hmm. I mean, he says obviously yeah, some speak. That. Yeah, he says some speak more than others, but, um, but like that the way he phrased that, like I just it makes me think yeah. that. And he also said, um, he said I constantly check in with all of them. Yeah, which means that he is checking in with Harry and probably yeah. Zane too, unless he's just like not considering him part of the band. But mm-hmm. I feel like the way he phrased that, like I constantly check in with all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I'm not convinced about the Zane, but <laughs> just let me have it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. How about this next one? Was this next question uh, fruitful or no? Uh, it's X Factor related. Did you want to read it, or should we move on? Move on. Okay. Um, what's the next good question? Um, um, here. This is what I it. don't prepare. <laughs> okay. Um, interviewer, you said you are all about developing new artists. Would you ever mentor one? Louis, I have an imprint at Psycho, and I think I've got good music taste. I've always been interested in finding new bands because that seems kind of cool to me. And I had a list of a couple of bands I really liked. And since then, I had that imprint deal. I'm constantly on the lookout. Um, and then the interviewer said, where do you usually look out for these new bands? And Louis says, BBC introducing is great. Other than that, it's just these tedious ways of using SoundCloud and YouTube. I think in terms of what I'm looking for, it's a little bit of rock, defiance, and everything instead of the clean cut we've got a lot of. So um, he kind of seems to be talking about his imprint in like the present tense. Um, Because I wasn't really sure if that was going anywhere. We had heard about him, Mm -hmm. like, working with that, like, girl group for a while. But then it kind of seemed to, like, disappear. Um, But it seems like he's kind of still working on it a little bit in the background. Um, And at least if he's not working on it, he's at least, like, looking at, like, looking for bands that he wants to to work with. And it's, it's really interesting to think about Louis just, like on soundcloud and youtube like looking yeah. for bands because th- isn't that like how he found five seconds of summer like isn't it rumored that louis was the one who discovered them? oh my god i've never heard that brought them on tour that's what i heard wow. i don't know what the truth is or like maybe he found them but also someone found him and showed him them and then he picked it out of that i don't really know what exactly happened yeah but i think that's cool and that's like this is t- news type of stuff that wouldn't really be reported on big things like all mm-hmm. his sort of background stuff that he's doing so it's cool to get some of that yeah definitely um yeah that was actually the question i was going to go for next cool. um the interviewer asked so how would you classify your genre now this is an interesting question because louis keeps talking about like with the songs he has put out that back to you and just hold on we're all sort of going to different genres and he was sort of playing the field although i see a lot of them in this sort of same vein Mm -hmm. um but he's talked about different artists uh that he's trying to like like go for those sounds so i'm interested to see like what he describes his sound as Mm -hmm. um he said oh that's a big question 
Wow, that's hard. In terms of what I'm looking for from a production point of view, I want things to sound organic and live, not too many programmed instruments. I want it to feel authentic. From a lyric perspective, almost like indie pop, very conversational. All these sexy metaphors people put in their music, I ain't got time for that. I like it straight to the point. It's hard to classify it as a particular genre. So I don't know if I know exactly what he's saying, yeah. but I like, I mean, I I think we both really like this sort of talk that he says about production and how he wants it really live sounding and organic. Um, mm-hmm. And then I love his conversational style of writing. I think we've seen that before. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, sexy metaphors. Uh, Senorita comes right to mind with all those se- <laughs> sexy metaphors that he's probably yeah. talking about. Um, I know this. But that song is a banger, I gotta say. Yeah, this answer made me think of the TDDL we did last week about innuendos, because yes. we talked about that a lot, like the kind of difference between just like straightforward, like say it like it is, and like yeah. more like metaphor stuff. Um, so yeah. I guess we know where Louis stands. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like trying to think. He did no control. There mm-hmm. was a lot of innuendos in that one. For sure. But I think he means it also was kind of in your face. Yeah. I think he <laughs> I think he means more like um like stuff that's not like honest or like stuff that's like dancing around a subject or yeah. like scared to like name the subject. I think he just means more yeah. that he's he likes stuff that's like very like raw and like Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, straight to the point, as he says. Yeah, not so flowery. Yeah, maybe. Um, all right, what is the next question we should read? I highlighted uh, one. Oh, nice. Go for it. Interviewer. Wow. Oh, so I guess I'll read the one before, because it is an interesting thing. Um, so they were talking about traveling, um... The interviewer said, you are constantly jetting between Los Angeles and London. Do you have plans to settle down in one of those cities one day? Louis, I'm kind of used to traveling. A lot of sessions make me travel between those countries anyways. My baby boy lives in LA as well. I'm just used to it now. I actually got robbed in LA though. Interviewer, what? How did you find out? Louis, it was on CCTV. These, uh, bad word. They didn't take anything sentimental. I haven't actually been robbed since I was 10 years old. Interviewer. Wow. But do you prefer LA or London? I suppose LA uh, has the better weather. Uh, Louis. I much prefer London. I feel like I'm a very British character. So when I'm in LA for too long, I feel too different. There are a lot of people there who are fake as F word and they're cold. But the locals are the cool ones. It's the ones from the outside who try to snake you. Ooh. <laughs> I stumbled over that so much because I, like, forgot how to say those words without saying them. <laughs> I know, it's also I funny noticed. because whoever transcribed this, um, they starred fake and not the F word. <laughs> that also threw <laughs> me off. <laughs> I feel like this is Louis' time to do a reputation album. Louis Tomlinson reputation. Oh Those who try to snake you. Yeah. I'm feeling some some snakes or something up in here. Yeah. It's not surprising that he thinks that about LA and that he yeah. prefers London. Um agreed. Yeah. Um Is there anything else? 
maybe this last question are you still planning mm-hmm. to release your album in this this year or have you got another any other projects coming up louise said i'm really looking forward to releasing more music in the next few months with my album coming early next year wah, wah, wah. i'm really <laughs> excited to get this record out and getting back on the road too it's been a long process but i finally got everything into place which i'm really happy with i'm going to feel so relieved and proud when the fans get to hear the album um and that is it i guess like this kind of makes sense that it's not coming out until next year yeah uh although we had been hoping when two of us came out like in the spring that or early summer um we were gonna get something in the fall from louis but it looks like it's gonna be early next year although last time you promised that was about three years ago (laughs) so well, I'm hopeful this time that it's actually going to be coming out early next year. I think but it will I don't know be. if that means January or like April, you know. Right. Um, yeah. It looks like at least we'll be getting some singles. Yeah. And I do like this last bit. Um, the interviewer said, are there going to be any features on the album? And Louis said, I don't think so. I think it's important that people can see and hear a body of work and try to see who I am as an artist. Um, oh, I like so that. That's kind of exciting because I, I yeah. am definitely like would want more to see just Louis' mm-hmm. stuff uh, as opposed yeah. to like a lot of different collabs and features and stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that was the 1883 magazine. I mean, some a lot of old stuff we skipped over, mm-hmm. um, but there's some interesting tidbits in there that get me excited about Louis having new music out, a little bit more insight into Louie as a songwriter. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I love a good good magazine with pretty pictures mm-hmm. and, you know, something to carry us along and just, like, keep reminding us, music is coming. Music yeah. Is coming. <laughs> um, well, and I'm getting my yeah. physical copy of this magazine in probably in, like, a week. Yay, that's so exciting. Oh, that's exciting. Um, all right, let's wrap it up with the recommendations. What is your recommendation this week, Richie? You know, I haven't prepared one. Um, me either. I was hoping you would go first so I could think. <laughs> Let me look at um, what I was just listening to on Spotify, see if there's something in there. Okay. Um, hmm. Hmm. What can I recommend today? I'm scrolling through Instagram. I mean, I feel like I've recommended this before, but um, Matt Belisai's podcast, Unhappy Hour, is back. They were on hiatus from the season. They do, like, seasons, and then they'll, like, take a break and come back. Um, That started up a couple weeks ago, and um, that's, like, my current favorite podcast. Uh, so I don't think I've ever listened to an episode. What, of that. Caitlin? It's like the yeah. best. It's literally like my favorite podcast. Really? Yes, I love I Matt Belisai. He's just like the the best. It's so funny and um, it's just very enjoyable. Uh, definitely recommend listening to that if you haven't. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Um, I still haven't thought of one. <laughs> I guess I'll just say that I'm excited for Taylor Swift's album coming out. Not this Friday, but next Friday. Well, that's so um, soon. But this Friday, she's putting out another song. Ooh. Um, so I recommend that you go listen to it if you haven't already. I guess by the time this uh, episode comes out, though, it will be this Friday. Oh, Because it's the... Right. Her album comes out the 23rd, so... Yeah. 
um, just prepare yourselves to listen to that. I've heard it's a combination between like fearless and 1989. So I don't think it can go wrong with that combination. Um, yeah. Let us know if you guys have feedback on anything we talked about today, starting with Harry's quirky music video and all those wackadoodle hairstyles. <laughs> Um, and Louis 1883 magazine interview. Um, let us know if you think early next year will actually be early next year. Yeah. Third time's the charm. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to episode 186 of Talk Direction. You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com, or our Instagram, which is just talkdirection. You can also follow us individually on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Lucia, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lucia O, spelled L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. And then go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash talk direction. If you would like to hear us talk more about One Direction innuendos in their lyrics of 1D songs and solo songs, we're going to be continuing that conversation from last week. And it got pretty silly, so I'm excited (laughs) to talk about it. Um, Yeah, check that out on patreon.com slash talk direction. You can also rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes and on SoundCloud. I'm Caitlin. I'm Lucia. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 187. Bye. Bye. I got a girl crush. I hate to admit it, but I got a heart It is slowing down. I got it relaxed on everything she Smiling that midnight left She's giving